It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. Running sports talk show in the city and one of the only African American owned sports shows in the country on the Urban Network. So, hey, big ups to uh, the legendary Bill Price for having us on for uh, another go around. Big ups to LOU for having us here after LOU's big announcement. Yeah, the huge announcement. Huge announcement. The CEO, the president, and the COO, the legendary Dr. Bill Price. The legend. Has returned. The king, no, in the mortal words of Lion King, the king has yes. returned. He's officially the <laughs> owner of the WLOU and makes 1240 Love. He's actually the big boss of the new year 2018, Have. And Mr. David Pageant rolls into a Clemson and uh, in an overtime defeat, Rashawn Myers. Yeah, you know what? The, the fellas went down. Uh, Louisville was in search of their first marquee. You know, resume building win of the year after uh, three what you mean? lost opportunities. Look, they beat Sienna? No, I, they I, beat said, Val I said Tech, re- re- resume Northwest building Northwest Directional University? I didn't say <laughs> resume destroying wins. So uh, after uh, opportunities lost against uh, Seton Hall at home, mm. on the road at Purdue, both which were very winnable games, uh, you know, the, the Kentucky game, of course, which was not a winnable game. Uh, by, they just got their, their doors shot. blown off. Um, but, you know, the fellas had an opportunity uh, to right those wrongs on the road again uh, at Little John Arena down there in Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, and the Cardinals weren't able to get it done, lost in overtime. Uh, just a, a frustrating day uh, for the Cardinals, a, a frustrating day for David Padgett. Um, you know, th- this is the miseducation of David Padgett right now. He's, he's getting roughed <laughs> up uh, in all kind of ways right now. You no, know, he's still... He's still learning. And we knew that this was going to happen. You know, we said as soon as David Pageant was named head coach that he was going to have a lot of growing pains learning how to be a head coach. Now, getting blown out by Kentucky, you saw a, a, new, a, a renewed focus by the University of Louisville basketball team. Uh, they play much harder defense. But, you know, you can still see where there are, are lapses um, – in the coaching going to U of L, but that's just inexperience. You know what? At the, at the end of the day, I'm gonna put it like this, and, and I'm gonna go out and you know a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh well, you can't talk about David Padgett, and he's been put into this tough, you know, situation." He and, wanted it, and, and you know, he he that you can't really say anything bad about him. It's not his fault. You know what? No, bump that. You can. You absolutely can because at the end of the day, David Padgett did not have to accept the University of Louisville's coaching job. Okay, if he was not ready for it, if he was not going to be able to handle the scrutiny, then he shouldn't sit in the chair. I'm not going to disrespect him because to me, I think it would be disrespectful not to criticize him when he deserves to be criticized. David Padgett has cost this team at least two games, in my opinion. 
Okay, uh, and, and I it's. While it's not his fault, it's still his fault because no. he's inexperienced. So, you know what? Louisville, they did not play the perfect game, okay? I wanted to see, and, and I talked about it before the game, and, I, and you know anybody who follows me on Twitter knows my, my tweets get a little bit long-winded. Um, but Especially that I, I gave you 240 characters. I, I, exactly. I, I'm using them all. I'm using <laughs> them all. But uh, coming into this game, I wanted to see how Louisville would resp- um, respond after what I thought was um, a – performance where they quit on the road in Lexington versus Kentucky. And this was their first opportunity versus a Clemson team that always plays hard, that's always very athletic, that's always known as a tough, you know, kind of aggressive type of team, and I wanted to see how Louisville would do. Now, now before you go too far, now there was a team in between there, which is Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is horrible. Pittsburgh's terrible. Pittsburgh's terrible, so you really can't measure yourself by, like, what's going on with Pittsburgh. So I know a lot of listeners out there are like, what about Pittsburgh? Yeah, they're trash. So I mean, beat Pittsburgh, but but in Louisville's defense, they did beat Pittsburgh by double digits. Louisville, the only good thing you can they say they kept about the phony gas the whole game. Unlike Siena, where they had fits and starts, and some other teams that they should have blown out by fifteen plus points, where they kind of struggled. At least against Pitt, you can kind of see progress. There is one thing that I can say about this Louisville team. That's good. And the only good thing I can say about this Louisville team is they haven't lost to anybody they shouldn't lose to. That's, that's a lot. And that's, that, that's literally the only thing I can say about them. I can't say, uh, you know, much else other than that. I mean, they haven't, you know, every game hasn't been pretty, but you haven't had the loss like North Carolina had to Wofford and some of the other scores, Kansas losing to teams that they had literally no business losing to, um, you know, a, a, as they've gone through the early part of the season, losing three games in a row. Louisville hasn't had any head-scratching losses, but they also have not had any good wins. And, and I don't know if, if we've ever seen a season where a team just goes through through and wins every game they're supposed to and loses every game that's you know re- you know remarkably tough but if you do have that happen Louisville's going to the NIT and I think right now NIT is going to be spelled and you don't need Patino to spell it <laughs> at, at this at this oh, point wow. really you know I, I think so you don't think that they could turn the ship around me because no, I, I'm not saying that they can't because but I'm the saying pieces that, are there as of right now people said they think this Louisville team's a bubble team I don't even think Louisville's on a bubble Right now, Louisville has literally nothing to hang their hat on. And, and I understand that they got close. And you know what? I'm tired of moral victories. They had a moral victory on the road at Purdue. They had a moral victory at home when the shot from Quentin Snyder's up in the air and they could have beat Seton Hall, but they didn't. You know, they had a moral victory oh, today in Little Well, Zion. I'm going to say this. Uh, speaking I don't of hear that. Quentin Snyder, last-second shots, and, and this is what we talk about, uh, about coaching. When, when we say that it comes down to coaching and we kind of thought this was going to happen – Especially uh, later, well, later in the season, especially when we got to ACC play, you know, we expect this you know, type of things to happen. It's like the end of the first half, you call a timeout to, to get a play to hopefully win the game of regulation when the game was tied before you go to overtime. And the call looks like it was a clear out for, for Dingadale. Which. And it, and then Quinn Snyder. Which, uh, hey, oh, no, stop right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which is bad to begin with. First of all, that's which is bad to begin Dingadale with. Dingadell had five, three turnovers, three or four, no, four turnovers at that point in the game. No, him and VJ King were horrible, horrible decisions, bad shots, and turnovers. And David Padgett says, "Hold on, we're going to call timeout. We got thirty seconds left. You know, we're going to get our best play out there." And David Padgett's best play coming out of that timeout was a clear out for Dingadell to go one on one for a guy we know. 
cannot create his own shot. A guy who's been turning the ball over all day. But a guy who can't create his own shot. I mean, a guy we know that cannot create his own shot. And my thing is, David Padgett, are you serious But right then you now? pass the ball to another guy who we know can't create his own shot in Quentin Snyder. No, but, but at, at least Dingadell goes, drives down the lane, throws up some, some goofiness. Louisville ends up saving the possession, gets the ball back. Then... 23 seconds left in the game. Quentin has the ball. Okay. Shot clock's turned off. So we're thinking, okay, well, at least maybe they have a reset, the redo. They got the ball in their senior point guard's hands. They're going to get a good shot. You attack the basket. You, you know, think. either you get fouled, you get a good shot, open up offensive rebounding lanes. You know, there's going to be some sort of play. Louisville let 20, or excuse me, 18 seconds run off the clock. Just dribbling. Dribbling. No one moving. No screens. No passing. No, no, no anything. And then I, Quinn I, Snyder takes three or four dribbles, tries like a half a pump fake, and like basically just throws the ball up in the air. Are you serious? That's the best. If you wanted to be the University of Louisville head coach, you've got to do better than that. And if you didn't, if you if this was the best that you were going to do, David Padgett, you should have said no. But this is an experienced I'm just, team. I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it no, real. You should have said but no. But the scary part is this is an experienced team. This is not like Calipari down the road with the, with the all-freshman crew. This is an experienced team. And speaking of the cats down the road, they've actually managed to put together some pretty good wins. Hey, I, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. With all-freshmen. So you can't use experience as an excuse. No. You, you I, can't do it. I, I because mean. Because Calipari with nothing but freshmen – Guys, straight out of high school, is 12-2, and two, beat a Georgia team we thought was going to be very difficult for them to win. They found a way to do it. They won on the road, beat LSU on the road. Maybe not a, a best LSU team, but LSU just beat, I think, Texas. I mean, Kentucky, I mean I, Kentucky, but you know what? We understand who Kentucky is. We talked about coming to the season, everything wasn't going to be great for Kentucky. They've struggled, but you know what? They've won for the most part. They lost the game against UCLA. They lost the game at Michigan State, uh, you know, to start the year. They're going to have their issues, and we'll get into them in a little bit. But but my thing is this. There's a reason why, and, and I don't care. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't like my opinion. This is why Scotty Davenport should have been the first call mm. when Rick Pitino was not going to be the dude. Because everybody wants to say, oh, well, the players, you know, the players want David Padgett. The players, you know, this is the guy that the players want to see out there. And this is the guy that, that they need. And we need to do what the players want. Since when have players ever known what they need? Ever. Ever. In any sport. I mean, are you serious? Like, LeBron this, James decided to trade Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. He traded three first-round picks for Kevin Love. How's that working out for you, Cavaliers? I mean, I'm just yeah. saying. Like these, and these are young kids. These are kids 18 to 21 years old. Uh, you know, at least LeBron is like a seasoned vet. Exactly. I mean, at least he's old enough to just make dumb decisions like most everybody else makes. But he, he's old enough that that you would think that he has a little bit of sense in his brain. Well, no, you know, no, but you know I'm, gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm this, gonna say this it. right now. They are paying for it. So, Louisville fans, you can get mad at me if you want to about me talking about David Padgett. But you know what? It's this. What you're doing and what you're giving me right now is not good enough. And every post-game press conference I've heard, all I've heard is, well, it's all about these players. It's all about these players. Okay, well, you got to do some coaching, too. It's all about coaching, too. 
you know, it's fine but, to be about the players. No, but, but time out. what is Trent Johnson doing? Like, but, but I, I don't out. see anything changing. I don't see anything look, getting better. I don't Trent see any substitutions. Johnson, what is going on over there? But Trent Johnson is doing a very good job of looking evil. <laughs> That's what he does. He sits on the sideline and snarls <laughs> the, the whole game. And maybe he says a couple of words. But you know what? But we knew this was going to happen. We knew as soon as you had David Pageant, who's never been a head coach, well, not only has he never been a head coach, but he's never had like head coaching type responsibilities. So he's never been like the assistant head coach. He's never been, you know, the next chair up who handles all the coaching duties. You know, he was like a position coach. That's like taking your wide receiver coach and being like, you know what? Hey, coach, buddy. Plus, uh, Handle I, it. I, our man Nick Shoemate, uh, of course, our man over there at Air High School had made event come in there. He he ch- he uh, chimed in. He said, uh, but UK has teams full of freshmen who would be in the NBA if they were able to, which it, that does help you out. They, they do have a lot more wiggle room because they have more talented players. But that's talented, but, too. But you still have Coach Calipari, who's a guy who's one of the best coaches in the comedy. He got UMass to the championship game with one good player. Like, I understand Marcus Campbell was pretty good, but it was still UMass. <laughs> and okay? one dude. And, and one dude. Okay, so I, all I'm saying is, you know, David Padgett, I love you. I hope, you know, you're one of my favorite players to cover. I don't take it personally, bro, but you know what? You're sitting in that seat, so I'm going to do my job. There's a lot of people in this town. There's a lot of people on radio. That are afraid to say anything disparaging about David Padgett, say anything disparaging about the job that's being done. I appreciate the well, fact that he was willing to step up, but at the end of the day, well, here's the thing: you know, people are hoping this ain't good enough. It's it, people are hoping, like hope beyond hope, that David's going to turn it around, the lights going to go off, and come March, they will be. This may be the U of L team we thought they would be. Now, personally, and I've said this before, I don't think so because this is baptism by fire in one of the hardest conferences in all of college basketball on a premier team. I mean, this is this is not the team to learn with. Yeah, and, and you know what? That they're, they're absolutely right. Louisville is still one of the the team. Uh, you know, if you talked about top ten teams in terms of talent, Louisville still has one of the ten most talented rosters. In all of college basketball. And depth. Okay, they have depth. They have talent. Um, they, they have all those types of things. But at the end of the day, the coaching that's being given, um, in some ways it's been good. I, I've seen some things that I've liked about it. Some of the uh, slight adjustments that David has made in-game have been good. But there are some things that he's become very stubborn with that I don't think are good. And these are same criticisms if Rick Patino was the coach. We've sit here and, and killed Rick. For some of his decisions. Exactly. So I'm not doing anything. People can, I don't want people tweeting me or Facebooking me saying you hate Louisville or you hate David Padgett because I'm doing the same thing now that I would do if Rick Pitino was there. And to me, that's the biggest compliment I can can pay to David Padgett. I'm going to hold you to the same standard of the man who sat in the chair before you because that's the chair that you sit in. Okay? So you wanted to sit in the chair, so you got to get it. And and all I'm telling you is that it ain't good enough. Now, I do appreciate the fact that you, your guys came out and you played a hard 45 minutes, the 40 minutes in regulation, the five minutes in overtime. The guys came out. They did not quit. There were several opportunities in the second half where Clemson would get up six, eight points, and, and the game was teetering. And the fellas pulled it up by their straps, 
made plays. So their energy, their effort was excellent. That's better. And the season is not over by any means. Not by a long shot. But you know what? There are changes that need to be made. You have to get Ding Adele and VJ King out of the game at the same time. For whatever reason. McMahon has to start. D- Thank you. Like McMahon has you to start. cannot have VJ King and Ding Adele in, on the on the court at the same time because those two dudes are the same guy. Neither one can dribble. No. Neither one is very intelligent in terms of running the offense. One's a gun. Both are horrible passers, and they take bad shots. Uh, VJ, that's you. Especially Both of those VJ. guys from from the starting backcourt guys today: Quentin Snyder, Ding Adele, VJ King. Twelve turnovers. 12 of the 21 turnovers. First of all, they had 21 turnovers. 12 turnovers is a bad day for a Rick Pitino team, you know, uh, for a whole squad. You're talking about your three guys. Your backcourt players. Your three primary ball handlers had 12 turnovers. That's not good enough. No, it's not. And, and, And you look at the team. And you always have to scratch your heads like, why isn't McMahon starting? I know he's not the most athletic, but he's the smartest. Hey, He has the highest basketball IQ of anybody on your team. I'm going to break it down analytically. Plus, he's the best shooter. Not only do you <laughs> on your see team. that Ryan McMahon, when he's in the game, the game he does a lot of things good. But the numbers back it up. If, if Anybody who wants to uh, – my favorite place to go for analytics, basketballreference.com. Okay, you go to bas- basketball reference to the college section. You look up University of Louisville. They give you everybody's per, P-E-R, player efficiency rating. Okay, of all the regular rotation guys – Number one, honest my mood. I can understand that. You know, one of the top nation's top shot blockers gets a bunch of rebounds, does a lot of great things defensively, and in some games he's been good offensively. Number two, can you guess? Uh, big man, maybe. Ray Spalding. Whoa. Ray Spalding. So big you guy. have my mood and, and Ray Spalding, the two most efficient guys. That they, they which makes sense. The they impact players. the teams the most. Rebounds on, on both ends. Number three. Ryan McMahon is the third most efficient player on the team, which means he, when he is on the court, good things happen both offensively and defensively. He is the third highest rated player on the team. Those are numbers. So everybody can sit there and say, oh, well, you know, I, I had somebody tweet me and say, well, McMahon didn't hit no threes. Okay, have you been paying attention? He hit the past two threes to, to close the game out. Which is, which is also correct, but the guy's getting steals. He picks up charges. He gets deflections. No, he makes great passes. Well, no, see, and that to me, that's the most important thing because we saw this against the Kentucky game. Yeah, when Kentucky decided that you know what, these guys can't get past us. Yeah, they can't get past us. Ron McMahon was the only guy to drive, to attempt to drive, to get the ball into the paint, to get the ball in the paint and dish the wide open dudes to hit shots, and he can finish at the rim. The man needs to be playing more. Having VJ no, King and Ding Adele in the game together is useless. It's a recipe for disaster. Because a recipe for disaster. Two-thirds of the time, you have the ball in the hands of dudes that can't dribble and make horrible decisions. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, David Paget, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder could see that this is not working at this point. It's not. So you got to make some changes. This Louisville team has an opportunity to be a tournament team. But they have about, an opp- they have the talent to go a no, long way. But, but you got to do better. But tell me, talk about talent, because we've always said how much talent this Louisville team has. We all know. We all know. Even we with the turnovers, having twenty-one turnovers against the number twenty-fifth ranked team in the country, they still went to overtime. <laughs>
We're going to talk about that on the flip side of uh, this, uh, this break. You can join us if you are uh, computer. All you do is tap into iTunes Radio, tap into WLOUonline.com, or 776-1350, how you can get your number one sports show main event. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. AutoZone presents Bumps in the Road. Worn shocks and struts can turn simple bumps into a dangerous problem. And if your car nosedives when you stop, you might need new shocks or struts. And right now, when you buy one Gabriel Ultra Strut, you get the second for half price. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner. Let's get you what you need. Discounted product must be of equal or lesser value. Sales tax not included. Get in the zone. Back with your number one sports show, Jay has in the building, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and uh, I want to get something out real quick before it even hits. Oh, what's thing. that? I got to cut my uh, music down. You know, I am the DJ back here. That's right. I'm the one I'll tell you what. Still, what you got? I'm getting ready for the 24th annual. You know what's coming up. Uh, uh, 24th annual. <laughs> what could mm. it be? Could it be uh, somebody's birthday's coming up? Man, my birthday's coming up, man. The birthday bash. Yes, sir. It's, it's going, going down. down. Man. I already got the location. Uh-oh. Man, he's working hard. And it's, over, it's, over, it's in January, what, the 6th? And yeah. my birthday's February the 24th. Hey, I'm every, you. Everybody always knows what's going down with, with Jay has birthday bash. It's, it's been a, a staple of, of the Derby City we, for the last twenty. We had years. a ball. We had a ball, man. Oh, we did. Absolutely. <laughs> always. Oh man, we millions had a good time. Of people out. coming out and the millions and, and millions. the millions of Jay Hans's fans. I'll tell you. So I'm, gonna let, I'm gonna tell you a little about that next week. How you could come out and hang out with some of my good friends that's playing ball. Athletes and stars. True, real talk. Seriously. That's it. It's it's real. Seriously. It's real. And, and speaking of hanging out with the main event sports show crew, February the sixteenth. Oh, it's it's the sixteenth now. I thought it was February the sixteenth. Mm. Okay. At Escape Theaters on Blinker Baker Road. Mm. You can hang out the main event sports show. As you can get a star studded premiere to Black Panther at seven o'clock. Mm. The Black Panther is going down. Let me tell y'all something. It's going to be hype. The main event sports show, we don't get ex- that excited about too many movies, but the Black Panther has been like a year in the making. 
It's like Shaft, Dolomite, Black Dynamite, like all rolled into one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so absolutely, main event sports are going to be in the house. We want you guys to come out and be a part of that because it's going to be. An, I tell you, movie. I tell you, movie that I really, really enjoyed this new year. Mm-hmm. I had, man, that was a. I even had a tear really because it's really. It started really good. Then at the end, it got kind of a little emotional, a little lovey dovey, a little bit. Man, that was the mountain between us. Man, you know what? You it's said that the, the last time uh, we was on the studio, you said that 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 movie like just touched you. Man, it'll touch you because mm. it really, really happened. No oh, man, you need to see that tonight, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out hanging out tonight, it's just, it's going to be uh, two below get, get tonight. Sports and movie tips. Look at That's that. right. Hey, there you go. Hey. And for those who want to hang out with to see Black Panther, go to our Facebook page, Main Events. Uh, go to Facebook.com forward slash Main Event Sports Show. You'll see an event. Click on the event. You can buy the tickets. Tickets are only $20, and that includes, uh, obviously, your ticket. A panel discussion of black, about the Black Panther, the history of the Black Panther, mm-hmm. how he fits in the rest of Marvel movies, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And food. And food. So, hey, you can't beat that. All for $20. There so, hey. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Main Event Sports Show and buy your tickets. Boom. Can I go to something real quick, so a little NBA real quick? Oh, man, go ahead. Donovan Donovan Mitchell. Rashawn. This kid. Woo. Everybody, everybody in, in the world are talking about this now, kid. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say this, too. Not only Donovan Mitchell, but I also got to give a shout-out to Rozier. With Terry the Rose Celtics. Yes, the Celtics. No, no. Man. But Donovan I mean, Mitchell. He's balling. Hey, I tell you Both what. Both those guys are balling at a high level. Even the movie stars are coming out to see this kid at Utah. In Utah. Hey, I, I, all, all I can say is this, is that Rick Pitino is somewhere crying because all the guys that he has been, he's been waiting for some NBA guys to come no, out first and all, do it. First of all, he's and not crying. And now everybody's going first out and all, doing Rick, their thing. Rick's not crying because Rick <laughs> didn't want Dalvin to go to NBA in the first place. Hey, Rick, Rick is upset because this was the thing that he was gonna trying to sell that he could not sell the whole time he was at Louisville. And now he's no longer at Louisville. You got Mitchell blowing up. You got Rosier blowing up. Two guys he threw shade on. Three guys work. he threw shade on. All three of those guys he threw shade <laughs> Some serious shade on. Let's not get it twisted. Let, oh. Let's not reverse history here. He threw some serious shade on those three guys. They wanted to go pro. He did. He did. And Donovan, he really threw some shade. So, so no, and I, did not show up to when he got drafted. And, and he congratulations, was uh, Donovan Mitchell did did win the Western Conference Rookie of the Month. For the month of December, so uh, he did serious work, including, of course, his highlight knocking off the Cleveland Cavaliers. King James and the Cleveland Cavaliers went down at the hands of Donovan Mitchell, scored twenty nine points in that game. Uh, so Killed. yeah, it, it was a magical month. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, you know, they, they made the first, um, you know, the first draft of the. Um, all-star voting right now. Uh, and, of course, they still have several uh, more weeks to vote on it. But the early returns, Donovan Mitchell has been getting some love here locally. But overall, he did not make the top ten guards uh, as far as voting right now uh, in the uh, Western Conference. But you know who's on that list? Lonzo Ball. Who? How is Lonzo it, Ball it, in the top ten vote-getters for the, all- it, for the it, All-Star uh, game? Is Donald Mitchell going to make this team, this all-star team, uh, Rashawn? I, I mean, I, I right now it's going to be an uphill battle for Donald Mitchell. That's why everybody, anybody maybe? who does not know, you get a vote. If you go put Donovan Mitchell's name at Spider Mitchell and then hashtag NBA vote, that gives you one vote to vote Donovan Mitchell into the all-star game. Okay, mm-hmm. so apparently the Laker fans are out in force, uh, you know, getting Lonzo Ball votes Your out people. There. 
So yeah, your exactly. people, the Laker fans. Uh, I mean, I, the, the other kid, the Kyle Kuzma, is the one who needs to be getting the votes for the All Star game. That I mean, a beast. Kuzma's been killing it for the Lakers. Beast. But why Lonzo Ball's up there? I have no idea. So get out there, vote for Spider Mitchell. It's all about the shoes. You know what I'm saying? Get, like, get, like, get your votes out there because he's killing it. It's like Mars um, Blackman. It's all about the shoes. All about the shoes, man. But you know, I, I mean, it's it's so many things going on in the world of sports in the NBA. Um, you know, the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers can't figure out if they want to be good or bad. The, 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 of course, the Celtics got it done against the Cavs on Wednesday night, uh, led you know, by your Ky- Kyrie Irving, beast mode, Kyrie Rozier, a beast. I mean, you know, Jason Tatum. You know, I'm gonna tell you right now. The best thing about that I like about the Celtics is that they play together as a team. They play as a unit. Unlike Cleveland, who's like LeBron and the and the, and the Four Stooges. Yeah, no, no. The Celtics are a team. Are a team. They have so much talent. And then on top of that, not only they're doing all this right now, they're leading the Eastern Conference right now in in, in terms of total wins. Number two is the, actually the Raptors. The Cleveland Cavaliers are number three right now. Okay, but not only is, are the Celtics right now leading the Eastern Conference, they don't have Gordon Hayward back, who's actually out of his walking boot now. He's back walking around after that gruesome foot injury Ooh, that, that was, he that was, had. I think it was nasty. Yeah, he's back and he's out of a boot and he's actually in uh, rehab right now. So there's some talk that he may actually be back before the end of the season. As as bad as that injury was, he might actually have an opportunity that to come back. That would be huge. I mean, th- that that would put the Celtics over the top, oh, I think. Oh, absolutely. Easily, easily over the top. In, in the Eastern Conference anyway. I mean, you know, as far as beating the, the Golden State Warriors, they're still the 800-pound gorilla. Steph Curry's come off injury, and he's killing it. He scored 45 points in three quarters the other night against the Clippers. So they're on a, they're on a whole other stratosphere. So we're not going to talk about – this is in the non-Warriors world. <laughs> but the, the, the Celtics will probably be the second best. Everybody else in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, not only do you have that, but did you know – that if the Los Angeles Lakers continue to suck, which right now they are the, have the second worst record in the NBA right now. Yes. If the Lakers end up with between the second and the fifth pick in next year's draft, the Boston Celtics get that pick too. So literally, as long as the Lakers don't win the draft lottery, if they stay right where they're at right now, they will be guaranteed to get no worse than the fourth or fifth pick in the NBA draft. That's crazy. And if that happens... The Celtics get another top five pick to add to everything else that they have. Like, that's insane. Could the Celtics finally put together a team that could rival the Golden State I mean, just the, I, I, I just think about it. Like, literally, the Celtics could, if they got the number two pick. Who would you pick? pick? If they got the number two right pick. Right now, who would you well, pick? Well, Marvin Bagley is going to be the first pick in the draft. Marvin Bagley, the big man from Duke. Obviously. He's a cheat code. He's ridiculous. Um, you know, of course, everybody loves the kid out in Oklahoma doing work. Young Trey Young is just doing like Steph Curry stuff. But Celtics don't need any more guards. Yeah, no. Michael Porter Jr. I know you guys didn't really get to see him much. A six eleven small forward um, that can do pretty much everything. He's right along the the lines of, of Bagley. He was the number one player in the class before Bagley reclassified. It was basically one and one a between Porter and Bagley. Some say Porter's better. Some say Bagley's better. But could you imagine? The Celtics adding a talent like that, like a Michael Porter Jr., mm. to that lineup with everything else they have. <laughs> Woo! Man. Lord. <laughs> go, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Le- LeBron's going to have to go play in the hole. He'll just have to go dominate like Europe. No, he'll go to Lakers and try to, no. and try from the super group. No. Oh, hey. A bunch of old people. I, I just want to say, man, hey, congratulations. What's, what's that? What, congratulations, what, man. For what? Your Raiders are about to be relevant. Hey, hey, you know. Your Raiders went and signed John Gruden. 
Chucky is back, baby. To a 10-year, $100 million deal. Insane. <laughs> Mark Davis. You got to love him. You know but what? Hey, but you know what? The last time the Raiders were good, he was the man. Hey, Mark Davis has his daddy swag. I was like, Al Davis, you know, was only known. The only thing he needs now is a jogging suit to match. <laughs> it's the white jogging suit with the 70s Raider chain hanging down and a come over. Hey, you know what? That's what he needs. The Raiders be really bad. I don't know if it's a good move or bad move, but you know what? If you're the Raiders, you're heading to Las Vegas. There's, you know, people want to have as much buzz as possible. Jack Del Rio really doesn't do it. Bring a lot of buzz. So you have the opportunity to bring back Chucky. You know, they gave him a part ownership in the in the team. They gave him $100 million. They gave him complete control of the let roster. Us, let us back the truck up. Yeah, exactly. Like, John Gruden's going to be able to just walk around the Raiders facility and just slap people around if he wants to. Like, he, can, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. So, you know, the, the Raiders have made this decision to put it back in. Hopefully, it does well. Now, of course, the playoffs did start today. Um, I was checking out uh, earlier. The Kansas City Chiefs were pretty much beaten up on uh, the Tennessee, the, uh, Titans. Tennessee Titans Surprise right now. Nobody. Uh, it's 21-10. Um, I expect for the Chiefs to get it done. And why are the Chiefs? so ready to get rid of Alex Smith. Like, I keep hearing all these things about them ready to get rid of Alex Smith so Pat, because, Patrick Mahomes... Because uh, they are certain is the heir apparent. that Patrick Mahomes is, like, the next great thing. Apparently, in practice, he's been killing it in practice. Alex Smith has 26 touchdowns only five picks all year. But you know what? But with the NFL, it's all like about... Like, the second or third highest quarterback rating in the NFL. But NFL is all about trying to be cheap. And when somebody's contract comes up, and he got payments more money. If, if I got a hot new stud, I can put him in there. Let I, I him just don't know. I mean, if if learned it, learned the system, learned the game, would take a couple of hits, maybe the first couple of games. If he can be a baller, there there you go. I'm gonna go with my first round picks. I'm, I'm paying him all this money. I'm not paying him first round money to sit on the you know to sit on the bench with the clipboard. So there you go. I guess so. The biggest thing is like, what are the Vikings gonna do? The Vikings have like oh I, a I, lot that's, that's to figure out. One. You know, you got. Case Keenum, who's been killing it. I mean, now that the playoffs have started, like, you can't play Teddy Bridgewater. No, you can't. So he, now at this point, we it's just got to watch and see what the Vikings are. Are they going to let both Bradford and Teddy walk and invest in Keenum? Or are they going to get rid of Keenum and pay Teddy money without having ever seen him play? Seeing him play? Yeah, I mean, it's meaningful snaps. I mean, wow. I tell you what. That's crazy. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the commercial. But the Browns will take a whoever uh, doesn't get picked up. That's a game. We'll talk about the Browns that. Will take, you know what? You know what? About? We'll talk about the Browns' first-round draft pick. We'll talk about Uh-oh. Jerry Alexander going to the NFL. And more importantly, we'll talk about our man. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson declared for NFL And maybe draft. another guy from the from uh, Louisville Cardinals as well might be make, putting his name in the maybe. draft. Maybe. No, hmm. no, 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 no. I, we got a I got lot the Jerry Christian. About. Oh, my goodness. Like We got so much to talk about. Make sure, hey, you guys reach out 502 776 1350. I want to hear from y'all. You're mad at David Padgett. As, as mad as I am, I need to hear about what you think about Lamar Jackson. We need to hear you next. I pulled out my turntables for you guys. Uh oh, hey, here it comes. There's a lot of rumors. Yo, Yvette, there's a lot of rumors going around. It's so bad, baby, you might have to skip town. See something's yellow, and they say it's you. All I know is that you're making with Yo, Yvette, there's a lot of rumors going around. It's so bad, baby, you might have if you could get rewarded for sleeping, would you? What about for sitting on a bench, looking out at the ocean? Or for sitting in a comfy chair, watching football on TV? Guess what? That third dream job is real thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings. You can come in, watch football, and earn points with blazing rewards just for being there. That's right. You're a professional football fan now. 
Brag about it to all your friends. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Terms and conditions apply. Must be a Blazing Rewards member. To join him for details, visit BlazingRewards.com or download the Blazing Rewards app. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-834-6519. 800-834-6519. That's 800-834-6519. My eyes on the throne since I came to this earth Greatness, I'm destined for more than the universe I'm a king, boss Rule everything, I surveyed on my word Put in work, 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 work I run the turf like I'm running back Hit me the ball and I ran it back Score every time like I'm in the sack I run the team, call me quarterback I ain't come from the bottom, I still had to grind for it We are back with your number one sports show Main event Jay has on the ones and twos, and uh, that's what we do. The main event sports show. Yeah, sup, sup, sup. How you doing? Welcome to the welcome to the number one sports show, main event 2018. Boom, boom. It's going hey, down. Hey, you know they're supposed to have a big rivalry game tonight. Kentucky taking on Tennessee, know, the border I know, war. I know. Down there, you mm. know, in Volunteer Land. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to see what's going on with that, man. UK is going to have to see if they can get it done. Knock off Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, my, my man, Big uh, Big Bo, Big Bo for the they call him the Admiral down there for uh, uh, for for the uh, Tennessee Volunteers. I like him. He's, he's kind of undersized, big dude. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we gonna have to see. Like Rick Barnes is doing like an excellent job with Tennessee. Like I thought that was like the worst hire. Like to Aha. me, they hey, they are playing extremely well. Now, they have had a couple of head-scratching losses, but overall, Rick Barnes is doing much better at Tennessee than I thought he would. They did lose the other night uh, to their form- former coach, Bruce Pearl. Auburn went in there and got a victory. But overall, it's like Big Bo Schofield, that's his name. Big Bo Schofield. I'm going to see what he does tonight because – uh, you know, and talk about college No love basketball. loss. No love loss. There's been a lot of upsets today. A lot of games came down oh, to the lot. wire. I mean, LSU loses to Kentucky – on Wednesday, they go on the road and beat Texas A&M on the road at A&M today. Crazy. That's nuts. Like, North Carolina loses again. Like, I, I don't know. And, and a lot of these losses are close. Like, last-second shots, yeah. buzzer beaters, guys are barely getting up. Xavier goes on the road and loses to Providence. You know, everybody wants Chris Mack. You know, Xavier's in the top five right now. He's the hot name. But you go on the road and lose to Providence. That's uh, kind of terrible. You know, see, and this is what happens <laughs> like when you don't have, like, any truly dominant teams. In college basketball, like anybody yeah. can kind of be anybody. Yeah. So I mean, that's why. That's why when you talk about this Louisville team, they can still make. They, they can still. You just got. You got to make the tournament. Like at Louisville is at this point, you just got to find a way to get to five hundred in the league. I, I think if they go ten and eight, 
They're you, good. You know, 9-9 nine nine is kind of iffy. It'll depend on what wins you have in conference if you go 9-9. Nine nine. You're going to have to win at least one or two games in the conference tournament before you're comfortable. But if you can get to 10-8, and eight, you can find a way to get in there. And, and that, you know, when I talk about David Padgett, don't <clears> – <throat> Don't uh, have me. Don't think that I think the season is over. I'm not, you know, saying the sky is falling. But I, all I'm saying is I'm being critical of what I see no, because, on, on the court. No, because here's the thing: if you look at all of Lova's losses, all of Lova's losses are the the Kim Palms top twenty five teams. So yeah. Every loss we have has been the Kim Palms top twenty five. So it's not the sky is falling. It's just that we know, like if Scotty Davenport was coach or somebody else. Half of those losses would have been wins. I think that's fair. And, and to me, Scotty Davenport, if he's there, and I know that he wanted a call, and he did not get that call, and the decisions I makers, the, the powers that be, I think we we beat Clemson. Yes, we don't lose as bad to Kentucky as we did. But and, I still think and we lose Kentucky. Maybe beat Purdue. Yeah, and maybe win at home to Seton Hall. Maybe yeah. that Kentucky loss is the only loss on the schedule right yeah. now. And I know that's not fair to say to David because you don't know what would happen if those ga- if those Could've games played won. out. But at the end of the day, I think a Scotty Davenport team would be a lot more disciplined. I know Scotty Davenport understands how to teach the game, and he understands how to relate to guys and get guys to do what they need to now, do to win. What about? The big talk all week long. And all those people that say you can't ah. do that to Bellerman. Nobody, man. It's Bellerman. It's Bellerman, okay? It's Bellerman. Get out of Division Two before you start talking about, oh, don't come take our coach. How about you go Division One? Thank you. Now, continue. Kenny Payne oh, has got a lot of hate, a lot of love from like a lot, a lot of important Louisville backers. I heard, you know what? I, I love saw, Kenny Payne. I saw my man Rick Bozich. You know, we always talk in, in, in the, uh, you know, down before the games when we're down there getting food and stuff, and, and we'll chat for a little bit. Um, he was very entertained by me and Bobby's little special conversation. Uh, we, and, you know, that kind of helped our, our little relationship. But uh, <laughs> when I saw him put this story out that Purvis Ellison and Milt Wagner and, you know, all these – you know, f- former for, former players, friends of the show said they really support Kenny Payne becoming the next head coach yeah, of the right. University of Louisville. Yeah, right. I'm like, are you serious? Why not? I tell you what. What's wrong, Kenny? Are you kidding me? Kenny's a great recruiter. He can oh. bring in the talent. Man. Nah, are you serious? Louisville's dealing with a first-year head coach right now. I'm not going to get rid of a first-year head coach to bring in another dude that has never coached, ever. And he's at UK. And he works for the Calipari. Who does, what, what does that matter? Look, if he's a Calipari, that means he can cheat I right. I don't want no blue belly over here. Why I not? love Kenny Payne, okay. and I appreciate what he did. Hold on, hold on. As much as like Rick Patino, he's the biggest blue belly of them all. At the end of the day, fine. If Kentucky's assistants actually went a, went somewhere and did something, Orlando Antigua, terrible. Uh, uh, who was the other guy? Josh Pastner, another Calipari assistant, terrible. Like, there has been nobody who's left from the Calipari tree that has had success coaching his own team. So now, you know what? Let me, let me tell you that's something. That's not good enough. No, you know, let me tell you something. I will argue with you, but I really don't care about Kenny Payne because I want Mark Jackson. Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. can get and behind it, that. And I've always said I wanted Mark Jackson. So I'm down with that. I'm the guy who built Golden State can build Louisville. I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. He built Golden State. Kerr just like took the keys and started driving. Yeah, I, I Jackson think, built that and, team. And Mark Jackson is a guy that if Louisville wanted to go out there and make him an offer even before the season was over, and, and I don't know you know, how people would view that, but you could literally go out there and announce Mark, uh, or Mark Jackson as the new coach now. 
if you wanted to, because he's he's a, a announcer. He's not coaching anywhere. Yeah. And to me, if you were going to look to go that way to bring to look at a pro coach or a guy who has had influence in the pros that you think may sell, you know, be able to sell to kids on in recruiting, how great would it be if Louisville went out there? And I know this would be odd. If Louisville was to announce, "Hey, Mark Jackson's our coach," so then for the next several months, you get to hear the Louisville coach. Breaking down Steph Curry's game and breaking down LeBron James's game and doing all this talking about all these NBA guys and everything going on, and then he's turning around and calling kids and saying that that first of all, all the kids are watching NBA games anyway because y'all want to play the absolutely. NBA. Absolutely, and you can talk about how you went out there and taught Steph Curry how to play defense, and this is how you win in the NBA. How you built Golden State, how you went and I scouted mean, Golden State, I mean, and how I you think, got all these guys who who other NBA teams didn't think were, were going to be that good. If Think about it, because when Steph came out, he got hated on because he was short. Hey, I would love, I'm just saying. I would love to see that happen for so many different reasons. But for the main reason of if you want to get a jump on recruiting Louisville, if you want to have an opportunity to be able to go out there and get some kids committed, this might be the best way to go about it. Is it because Mark Jackson gives you a jump forward, unlike any other coach, college or pro well, the thing is, right he, now because he's, he's not been, coaching. But plus, plus, he's been an NBA coach. Kids want to play for him because he's done it. Yeah, no, I've I, coached at the highest level. I built the Golden State Warriors. I don't care like what they. I don't care what Curves done. He had, Curves a good coach. Don't get me wrong. Curves a good coach. He was NBA coach of the year. But Mark Jackson put that team together before the Golden State Warriors were hot. Mark Jackson had the greatest season since the Golden State Warriors since the '60s. Okay, Mark Jackson built that. Now, Steve Kerr got to come in and get all the credit. But Mark Jackson built it. He was the architect. I think it would be a home run. And for Louisville, you could hire him tomorrow and just say, he's not going to take over duties until the end of the season. David Padgett will continue to coach the team. But, man, if you could do that and man. you could start working on the recruiting trails, that would See, be. And don't think funny. I just jumped on a on the Mark Jackson uh, bandwagon. I mean, we've year. been talking about Mark Jackson since Patino was coach. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> since Patino was coach, like, I mean, last year we had this conversation: who who should replace Patino if, if he ever left? And the first thing out my mouth, Mark Jackson. Hey, and you know what? The more I thought about a Haven, I think that Mark Jackson would be the perfect dude. And, See, I know you would come do- around, Doctor Postal. I knew you would come uh, around. Whoever is making the decisions over there, Vince Tyree, whoever it is. That would be something that you'd want to consider because the University of Louisville is losing precious ground with recruits right now because they don't have anybody. David Padgett is going out there toothless being able to recruit because he says, I don't know if I'm going to be the coach. If you get Mark Jackson today, he can start recruiting tomorrow. That would be huge. We're going to take another quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more about Rashawn's. He's crying today. He's got a tear. But it's all, it's all good. It's all about that joy. All right? No doubt about it. You join the number one sports show, Computer on the Computer, iTunes Radio. Tap into WLOU. You can join your number one sports show. Be right back after this break. Ready? Saturday, January 13th, 1 p.m., Buffalo Foundation, One Nation TV broadcast, and WLOU 104.7 FM are calling all the young, articulate, and progressive minds together for the MLK weekend. It's the national telecast recording the MLK Future Kings and Queens Youth Summit with singers, poets, 
young entrepreneurs, sports stars, special guests, and all-star success guide speakers. Saturday, January 13th, 1 p.m., Life Conference Center, 2001 West Broadway, 3rd floor. Don't miss the MLK Future Kings and Queens Youth Summit with special guest performance from Nappy Roots on B. Steel's camp. Little Marvin! It's all free and free food. Limited capacity. RSVP by text 650-3660. Don't miss this. It's the big one. If you could get rewarded for sleeping, would you? What about for sitting on a bench looking out at the ocean? Or for sitting in a comfy chair watching football on TV? Guess what? That third dream job is real thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings. You can come in, watch football, and earn points with blazing rewards just for being there. That's right. You're a professional football fan now. Brag about it to all your friends. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Terms and conditions apply. Must be a Blazing Rewards member. To join them for details, visit BlazingRewards.com or download the Blazing Rewards app. We're back with your number one sports show, main event, your host, Haven Harrington. Haven Harrington was sitting there bobbing his head. Wow, Man, hey. taking it back. Taking it back. Hey, and all our listeners out there listening to us right now, if you love what you hear with the main event sports show, you love to hear. go to our website, maineventsports101.com. You can download the Main Event Sports Show app, which is the best app mm-hmm. in sports talk radio in the nation. That's right. That's right. And more importantly, you can sign up for the Main Event Sports Show newsletter because all the articles from our great writers like Leanne Herring and Mark Bacon and all our other writers, man, you can get all the articles right there delivered to you every Wednesday in well, your mailbox. Well, all the you- shows are right there. So, hey, go to the website, download the app. Sign up for the newsletter, and you can keep track of Main Event Sports Show, whatever we do. As a matter of fact, sign up for the newsletter, and then that newsletter is a link to our Black Panther movie premiere coming out what February the, 16th. What about the TV? Uh, see, I was going to save that big announcement for next week. <laughs> you, better Ooh, get that's it a teaser. you better get that in tonight. That's, that's, that's a teaser right there. But you, know what, you know what? You know what? Jay, Jerry brought it up. So, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and run with why, it. Why why'd you call me that? You brought it up. What is my name? Jay has. Okay, I just said Jay <laughs> by your first initial. Jay. <laughs> you said. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't call by the government. You're safe. <laughs> You're all right. But if you like the uh, music that I that I play, the little mixes that I do, you can call me. I can get you. I can get you those. Hey, there you go. I can get you those. I hey, can put you in the mix with them. Like I said, starting. Yes, sir. February the fifth. Mm-hmm. Mondays between six. Or excuse me. Every Monday, 7 to 8, at the old Louisville Pizza Company, right first in Oak, you're going to be able to listen. You actually can go to a live taping of the main event sports show. It's going down. Every Monday night, 
starting February 5th, between 7 and 8 p.m., we're going to be the Old Louisville Pizza Company doing a live broadcast. Now, this show is not just on radio. We're going to broadcast this on Kentucky Sports TV, on Louisville One, and our own YouTube channel. So you'll be able to watch us and yourselves as well. We're taking questions, interacts with the audience. We're going to have big celebrity guests showing up. So this is something that you do not want to miss. I'm telling you, it's going to be next level. And we're going to have like more information as the time goes by. So just pay attention, listen up, sign up for the newsletter, go to the website, and you'll be able to read all about it because as we get big announcements, we have a big celebrity showing up. You do not want to miss it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be huge. Yes, sir. I agree. Hey, and, and I tell you what, as we uh, head towards the end of the show, I did want to just mention um, that, that my man at Cards Fan in Kentucky uh, tweeted out. He said he wanted to know, do you think um, that there would have been a difference in terms of the play calling down the stretch uh, you know, at the end of the game or in overtime between Patino and Padgett? Yes, most definitely. Uh, a big, big difference. I think we've seen a lot of screens. I think Ryan McMahon probably may have been out on the floor for a shot because he's the best shooter. I, I think Rick Pitino would have called a timeout, for, first of all. I, I think that after the Dingadell shot went awry, Louisville still had a timeout in their pocket. I think Rick Pitino calls that timeout with about 12 to 15 seconds left, and he draws up a play because you have to get a good shot out of that. So I think and he yes, won the game. there would have been a, a, a yeah. big difference on there. And then our man George Trice checked in. He said, great show, guys. I think the cards will be fine. But he said, let's go get Chris Mack or Mark Jackson. He said, uh, a Mark question, do you think this team has checked out on the season? No. I don't either. And, Not even close. And, and I think the reason why is because you have these kids. They are great character kids. They are playing extremely hard. They want to see David Padgett do, to do well. They still have a lot of games to play. This is only the second game of the ACC conference season. Louisville is 1-1. One and one. Everything is still ahead of them. So, no, I don't think they've checked out the season. Oh. Now, we got to get to it. Lamar Jackson made his decision. As we hoped he would. Heading to the NFL. Yes. Is he the greatest offensive player in the history of college football? Oh, that's a good question. Number, he's the he's the only guy in college football history to have what like three thousand passing, thirty five hundred yards, yards passing, fifteen hundred yards, yards rushing, rushing in multiple rushing. seasons. Oh, excuse me, yeah, a thousand yards rushing, fifteen hundred, thirty five hundred yards passing. In, in he had fifteen hundred yards back to back seasons these last two years. He was the first person to ever do that, and he did it twice. Yeah, the only cost player to do that, man. That is a good question because there's been like some. Some offensive just like I think he's the greatest studs. offensive player in the history of college football. I really do. He's the greatest weapon in the history of college football. I think you make the argument. I, yeah. I, I think the argument could be made. Now, there's <laughs> a lot of guys SEC may say Herschel Walker, who was beyond dominant. I mean, if, if he would if he would have come back for his senior season, he would, he would have, have broken record. every record in the ACC at Louisville and most of the records in college football. Yeah. He would have had them all. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, but, what? but he had to go. Congratulations, he had to go. Lamar! You made an excellent decision. I think he's going to kill it when he goes up to the combine. I, I think that he's going to have a great opportunity um, to be a top twenty pick. Um, you know, as long as he doesn't go to the Browns. You know what? I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm put it like it. I'm not as convinced he's going to be a top twenty pick. I do. I think he may be much later or maybe even slide to the first pick of the second round. I don't think he'll get um, out of the first first round. I think that if, if he drops to the you know, 25th, 26th pick, that but, some team will trade up and take him. But I'm going to say this. Even if he does drop to the very end of the first round yes. or even the beginning of the second round, I really don't think that's a bad thing. Money-wise, yes, that's a bad thing for Lamar. But career-wise, 
that can only be a good thing because if he starts to drop and it's like the Hey, just look out for that. That's all well, that I heard. Well, I'm just going to wrap things up hey, for us, man. Congratulations, Jerron Christian. He made his decision. He's going to the NFL as well. And some people are saying that Jalen Smith, the junior wide receiver, might be putting his name in as well. Jalen, don't do it. So we'll wow. see what happens. Wow. Haven, don't do it. Rashawn, it's been real. It's been good, bro. This new year of 2018. And uh, it is Sunday, tomorrow morning. If you want to invite your number one sports show, hang out and do a worship with you guys Sunday morning, call us here at the station. We want to come and celebrate with you guys and fellowship with you guys as well, too. All right, I'm Jay Haas. We've been good. You've been great. Haven, like we always say. Without any struggle. There is no progress. Peace. Time to pop, they have no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm local. Yeah, I'm local. The loud got me moving slow more. Hey, yo, Tweety, what up? I love this station. BD Porter, Jeff Weiler.